Is this thing on? Oh, I did this last week. Anyway. Hey, guys. Yeah, get original or something, man. You did that just last episode. I know. Let's see. We do, do, have, you, do you have your one. same name? You have your same tagline? No. You Last week, you had me laughing. Lost my I do headphones. a different tagline every week. I, I might have repeated myself, but I do a different one every week. I, I don't put the the, t- the headline anymore because it screws up the shorts. Hmm. So uh, this is my house. Let's see. Where's my hand? My hand. But this is my house, yes. <laughs> We're renting this house, actually, because my house was hit by a tree. A big tree. A hundred-year-old tree. We counted the rings. So it broke my house, and then the uh, the insurance company has put us up in this one for a long time, like at least six months. Next time up, I come up there, I'll give you a log you can count some rings on. Mm. Mm. TMI, dude. <laughs> How was your week? Busy. We talked a little in the green room, and so there's a couple things we wanted to talk about. First of all, if any of you listened to Faz uh, and took his advice, I did, even though his advice sometimes is a little sketchy, I I did listen to him. Financial advice. And uh, I went out and I got some SHX tokens, and SHX has been uh, on a tear lately. And I've been for the past few months uh, totally swing trading the crap out of SHX. And I took uh, $250 and turned it into $5,000 as of today. So I'm, I'm a pretty happy guy. That, uh, that makes me happy. Um, we talked a little about Hedera. Hedera has been in the news lately, and I'm not going to take the you know 20 minutes and talk about uh, you know all the news and all that. But check out uh, the Hedera information. They've been making some moves lately. Looks like they're doing pretty good. And a warning, big warning. We went through and did a show, probably what? Oh, geez, probably nine months ago now, about LastPass. Uh, the program LastPass that stores all your passwords. They had a huge breach. I was compromised. Uh, I lost all my passwords. I had to go and switch over to another one, and uh, I had to change every single password. It was like a hundred and god sixty, eighty, something like that of them. It took me literally all day, from like ten in the morning until like eight o'clock at night. Um, but anyway, long story short. There's a boo-boo. Apple let a fraudulent version of LastPass into their app store lately. There's varying reports of how long it's been in there, but assume it's been in there for the last few weeks. Just assume that. So if you've gone to the Apple App Store and you've downloaded LastPass in the last two weeks, you're likely compromised again. Uh, So... Deal with that accordingly, whatever that means for you. If it's been a while, I don't know why you would still be using LastPass at this point. But if you are using it, go find something else. Take a Saturday and 
totally revamp all of your passwords into another password manager. This is like the fifth or sixth major breach that they've had. I mean, this it's literally like ridiculous at this point. Does LastPass so, have, have any comments on this? I did not read that. It literally just got taken out of the store like at 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. So I have not caught up on that from yesterday mm. to today. February 9th, fake LastPass app sneaks past Apple's review team. All right. So um, been swing trading SHX. Do you know anything about them? Uh, I know I, I used to know about them. I know I was excited about them. I, I imagine the way you described it to me, if we're talking, if I'm remembering the right token, that was the one that was going to be the bridge token between the networks. No, no, um, they're going to do for commodities. What, um, what XRP wants to do for, uh, remittances. Oh, well, there was a kerfuffle about that this week with uh, XRP, I did read. Oh? Um, they apparently, some some documents got leaked about, uh, about trading bots being used <clears throat> that I accused. Remember I accused you got all butthurt when I was talking about it? Probably a year, year and a half ago, I was saying it's the fake volume. And they mm -hmm. weren't really, yeah. So they, they, documents got leaked that Ripple was using trading bots on the network. So I was right, as always. Isn't Gala um, Games using trading bots too? Oh boy, I could, I could really go off on this, but I won't. They, Gala, we have found that the trading volume of Gala does deserve a closer look because the volumes do not match up with retail people or in institutional people. They match up with just large block stuff. And if you, if you search for certain addresses and trace it back using even the free version of Nansen, which some of us have done. There's a flurry of activity in Gala token that all leads back to one address. And it is someone we don't know who it is. Oh, are you just saying that or somebody actually no, we don't know? No, 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 nobody, nobody in their, in their list that they keep know who this person is. And so... By the way, I'll be right back. I need to get something to oh drink. Oh, my God. All right. So, yeah, because you're always eating on the show instead of... I can hear you. I just, you won't be able to hear me, <laughs> but I'll hear you. But anyway, the, the volumes came out uh, that that there's that, and there's a, uh, there's a vote that was taken on Twitter, and it got, I think, about 12,000 respondents. And the question was, do you know how to use the XRP DEX? Yes or no? And it was like 75% of the people didn't know how to use the XRP decks. So part of the lack of utility, I guess, could be described as 
not knowing what the hell you're doing. <clears throat> so we've we keep talking about getting CryptoView on here to walk us through uh, Zoom. Or they wait, they changed that. It's Zayman now or something like that because of the the trademark or copyright or something that got messed up with Zoom. But um, we do have to do that show, and we've been talking about it far too long. Let's get it scheduled. Uh, the biggest XRP fan in the world. Uh, so if you bump into CryptoView, poke him, say he's coming on a show, even if it's last minute, we're going to walk through the XRP DEXs as well as uh, the Zayman wallet for that. Uh, oh, there, Bluetooth, there, these Bluetooth speakers don't go very far. What do you mean? They go tremendously far in my house. I don't know what's wrong with your house. I can go out to my garage and it's still crystal clear. Um, anyway, I so, you. Go ahead. No, and now I forgot what I was saying. What was I going to say? Oh, so uh, I, I don't want to get deep into Gala. This is obviously AI teammates, how we use our AI assistants, but... We are a crypto show still, so we do want to hit some of that. I, I don't really want to get into all the gala drama yet again. We did a dedicated show to it last week. If you have not watched it yet, please go back to the Crypto Faz YouTube channel and check it out. What's there's that a ton show of shorts again? out. Um, but there's there's a, a definite narrative that I'm seeing in the Gala communications. And that appears to be with with their, is this their second or third restart? I can't remember. Um, restarting, starting from scratch, yada, yada, yada. But there's the narrative seems to be, unfortunately, that they don't want to talk about the past. And they're they're having some pretty good meltdowns with people. And there's a lot of timeouts and a lot of bans when anybody brings up what they deem as negativity, which is talking about the past. They're, they're trying what appears to be, uh, there's a lot of hype messages out there. There's a lot of, oh my God, you're gonna, your brains are going to fall out of your head when you see what we're doing. And the minute anybody brings up, well, well what about the orbs or what about the, the Vox? That's no, we're not talking about that. We're we're going forward here. We're not we're not looking into the past. So they're trying very hard to bury um things that are really important to the people who have been here uh for quite a while. So I I don't want people to get frustrated and give up. I think that's their plan is they'll just they'll just keep spanking people who want to want to bring up hey there's there's four years behind us where it it's not all all rainbows unicorns puppies and walks on the beach and uh stick with the course we're we're not asking for too terribly much as members of the community we just want what was promised and i i can't really disclose the verbatims but certain people that can see certain channels that aren't generally publicly available can go in there and read for themselves the, the latest on 
what it means, what the way Gala interprets how they've sold things and what they mean by that. And it's it's not good. Um I I hope they really I hope they really don't think that everybody's going to forget about the last four years. That would be a real shame. Well, and all it's, the whales it's aren't concerning. No, and all the whales are keeping pretty quiet. Yeah. Um, My own personal poll of whales um, is that uh, they're upset about what's going on, but they don't like to make waves. Funny, because whales are big. <laughs> Took me a second, but I got that. Yeah, I know. Um, well, they okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call something out here, and I'll probably get kicked in the balls for it later. But the whales obviously have a huge vested interest in the success first, right? Because they've got the most skin in the game with this. But at the same time, all of us, like me, I, I've talked about it since day one. I'm not I'm not rich. I'm not a whale. I'm not a shark. I'm not a big dolphin. I'm I'm like I'm not a minnow. I'm I'm probably like it. What are those You're flat fish? No, yellow. what are those? What are those flat fish? Those in the ocean? Flounders. Flounders. <laughs> I'm a flounder, and I'm floundering. See that that fits the bill all the way around. So that so, says you have about seven hundred dollars in gala. Okay. No, I got <laughs> no. Listen, so and and I've said this many times here, and I've said it in CFA and and even over at gala. You know, I I did very very well. I was lucky. I, I I wouldn't call it lucky. I listened, and for the past few years, I've been very critical of a lot of the decisions that that came out of gala, and that was. That helped me. I, I am still enormously positive on the financial side. It far exceeded any expectation that I I even had all along the way. I am I am far into the black and probably always will be. But that's on the financial side. And and I just posted this today, I forget where. I'm doing oh, it's in our gala stuff room. Cause I was Neff popped in and I, I just joined in the conversation. But uh on the financial side fantastic on the the other side on the on the human side on the gaming side on the promises kept side on the what what is this ecosystem even anymore i'm i'm very disappointed and until they get a track record right of of doing doing right by the community I'm just going to kind of sit back and watch. I'm not. I'm not going to buy things. No more. You know. Hey, we're selling this, and later on you'll get that. I, I haven't done that in two years. My last purchase from Gala was two years ago. I've bought a few things on OpenSea in the meantime, preparing. It's all Miranda's stuff. Uh, that's, I think, their only hope. Um, but the. The the words that are being used are, you know, we're always going to do, Gala says, we're always going to do what's in the best interest of the community. And then they stop there. But we all know the rest of the sentence that isn't said is, 
as we define what we think is best for the community. Wasn't that what any company would do? Any company. So I see what you're saying, but any company is going to want to make sure it has its head above water before it does anything for anyone else. Yeah. But that's what happens. And that's the other sticking point people have is be centralized all you want, but we don't want to hear the words decentralized then come out of your mouth. All right, can you answer um, that question, Mr. Titan? Uh, I have not played the last one, no, because I don't have a computer uh, that will support that. I when have was the last test. Was there one recently? Uh, about six months ago, they had one. Oh, I played that one. Um, yeah, but there's another one coming up very, 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 very shortly. Yeah, I got my now. ass kicked in that one. Um, I believe all you need to do was like kill something or grab, get something, and I kept getting killed by wolves and goblins, and I sucked pretty pretty badly in that game, so I, I don't think I got any, like, prize for that. So... Uh, with, he, he is out, by the way. It's, uh, I don't know if it's a... Uh, if it's some sort of playtest, or if it's an actual release, or a beta, or what. It's, something's out being described by those who have played it as a an alpha because there's there's some issues but it it is playable apparently do they enjoy it is it a fun game it depends who you talk to the majority are saying it's fun for about a week and then you're kind of done you're kind of stuck there's not much else to do but I don't know. Maybe they'll release a patch. Maybe they'll, you know, put something else. I, I, I don't know. I've still got to get a gaming computer so I can start participating. Um, I got the for the for the casting and stuff. I got this Mac, and they don't support Mac for their games. And my other computers, as we know, are terrible. So uh, I'll probably in the next few months here. Uh, put some put some effort into getting a gaming tower so that I can partake and see if these are any good myself. Hmm. So I can speak firsthand. But well, I'm hoping maybe this weekend to, to try EOE a little bit. I have some uh, some EOE stuff. My last comment on this is something I had in a conversation with a fantastic group of people. And here's my take on this, right? I hope that that Gala does not put out a persistent Mirandas. And you might say, well, Titan, you were just screaming about that a few months ago, that, that if they release something, it should be put out and and just left open and so people can play. So with Mirandas... <clears throat> and Gala in the cur current situation that it's in. I think if they release it and the, it underwhelms, I really think they're done on the gaming side. So I, they, they've got nothing else, Faz. And, and this game, I'm afraid they're going to squeeze McCarthy for a fast release. 
And that's going to screw things up. And he has this vision for a perfect game. This is like Ready Player One kind of stuff. Why do you think they're going to squeeze him for a fast release? Because nothing's been fast about it so far. Well, I think because they realize that people are really only there at this point for Mirandas. Mm, and, and there's not a lot of other things going on. Nobody's playing the games, Baz. Nobody's really playing these games. Spider Wars? Tank, from what Wars? I hear as of two days ago, reading. Okay. No, go read. Go read. It's in Gala's Discord and it's in our Discord. There's only a couple hundred people that are playing and a lot of them are bored. Oh, what's this? Osprey is saying Bitbender says games are a means to an end for Gala. That, that was a comment that shocked me. Hmm. When was this? That's interesting. About two hours ago. <laughs> really? Yes. Guy on, so we can. We so, can ask what the fuck's going on? So, so listen. To to get back to my point, this I think my own opinion. I think Miranda is their last hope. And I don't want them to to ruin Mirandus by just trying to throw it out there to save Gala's ass. And I'm I'm really afraid of that. I would rather that they just sit on it until it's really ready to go. That it that that is something I think would be a, a tragedy to Okay, wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. See, I'm I'm listening to you go all, drone on and on and on about all this. And First of all, they have never sped things up with Mirandus. They've never given you any reason to believe that. And not only are you throwing that out there like, like you're pretty sure it's a given, you're building on it now. You're building imaginary castles in the sky by saying not only will they hurry it up, but when they hurry it up, they're going to fuck it up, and here's the ways. And That's not what I, I said. I said I'm afraid okay. of them doing that. Okay. So I don't want them fears. to do that. You're, you're, these you're, are my you fears. Have a lot of fears. Yes. Sure. Okay. Well, I think I think certain things have I've seen a certain pattern with certain games and with certain things, and the the pattern that they've done with Mirandas is, and the the, the only thing that they've ever said about Mirandas is that they're leaving Michael McCarthy alone to develop the game and not breathing down his throat, they're breathing down his neck. And yet you throw that out there like it's a fact. And then you start building on it. I don't think so. I, I think did no such thing. All right. Well, I did good. no such now thing. We're in agreement. Okay, good. I think All right. that they're not going to hurry up the game development, that they're going to develop the game as normal and keep putting out these other games in the meantime, some of which they probably might have hurried up. Um, EOE, um, I haven't seen it. The last time I saw it, I thought it needed to bake for a while. Um, if people are enjoying it for about a week, sounds like there's some fun, just maybe not a lot of content. So, again, from listening to casts and reading in the discords, it is far better than the last playtest. That's right. what what they're saying. But there is a limit to... You you kind of hit a wall is is what's being is said. Superior where superior was really fun to play with until you got to the top level. Then it's like well you have to start over and <laughs> do it all over again. 
it's like then after a while it got annoying i don't read that in depth i just follow what i see and speculate got it not speculate i'm repeating what i see this is what aggravates me about you 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 don't read anything you don't listen to any of the casts that that forged or anybody else puts out Nope. But then you'll come in here and talk like you're an expert on this and tell me I'm wrong. I think I think it's that I sound like an expert. I'm just somebody talking. And that's that's the thing. Maybe it's my tood. I, I think that's what it is. I, I just have a tood. I, I've heard other people complain that I sound too uh, too authoritative or, or too in the know. And no, I'm not. I know less than you. Um, I just debate your... your uh, your judgments. That's all. You just like to argue. I think I hear a judgment and what I want to hear <laughs> is fact finding. Yes. Go read for yourself. Mm, Don't rely on mm. us to tell you what's there. Go read. I like that. Go I, listen. I like relying on other people this week. Anyway, cause I've been slammed. I have, I have relied on me on other weeks, but this week I've been slammed. <laughs> you say that every week. Well, yeah, things have been <laughs> happening happening to me consistently the last, for about a year now. Yeah, the last twelve months has been like ever a, since a we nightmare. went to video. That's what happens. We got to go back to audio only. That's why this is called <laughs> Faz Radio. We did audio only. My life would slow down. Nah, it's all good. I'm gonna have to edit this out because people see. I the the funny part is, and and part of my uh, part of my shtick tonight was to talk about how I used AI to completely generate the title and the description for this cast. And I used AI to optimize it for release when, you know, the, the right tags, the right everything. And we've spent the first 30 minutes talking about crypto and video games. So that's going to fuck up all of the release on, on this. No, no, there's a lot of YouTubes out there where they promise that they're going to talk to about, talked about some, talk to you about something. And then they they just say like a couple words to it at the very end, so we would fit right in. We're crypto so to, cast. We need wait, to talk about crypto. Let's talk about this because uh, Ice raises a very good point, and you're absolutely right. And the problem is, Ice, um, is the 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 things that we're talking to and talking about. A lot of the information are in channels like gold and platinum and things like that, where we can't really talk about details. Okay. So that's why I keep saying read and listen, because you got to do it kind of for yourself. So we can, we can talk about some of the general topics and people have to go discover on their own. We we've always promised Gala that we would not disclose that stuff as part of of having the uh, extension that we used to have over here. So we do want to honor that, and so we're well, we're trying to be very careful what we say and how we say it. Well, I also want to say that I do have the trust of some people at Gala Games, and while I'm not. Um, I'm not exactly enamored with them. I'm not exactly, uh, uh, I don't hate them. I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. And I think anything is worth saying, but I don't think anything is worth um, dogpiling. Um, 
I'm, I'm not looking for ratings with our, how many users we, how many people we have watching right now, like four. So I'm not Ten. looking for ratings. This is has always intended to be two dudes sitting around a water cooler learning about the news from each other and other people, and I enjoy it. But. What I'm happened? Go right now, wait, we're, we're going to talk about AI in a minute. Go ahead. Well, wait a minute. What what happened to the cool uh, cool fireplace? Uh, people are making noise in the other room. Let me let me see if they're gone now. They're still there. The fireplace, though. Uh, that is super once, cool. Once they leave the room, I'll I'll open the door, the fireplace again. Because yes, <laughs> you, and you never bought me the pipe. I was gonna. Yes, I totally forgot. We got to get you one of those Sherlock Holmes hats and a pipe, and you can sit by the fireplace and talk about crypto and AI. So, I have been. I, I'm going to tell a little secret what I've been working on for a while. I've been developing my story for my zip bugs, and uh, I, I just I can't find what screen we're on here. Um, and zip bugs actually have an AI component about them. So I felt it was very important to, uh, to have AI help me with the, the zip bug story. So I had written a Bible, uh, for, for the zip bugs a number of years ago. And, uh, and I've been using chat GPT to help me with the story, come up with examples for the story and, and, uh, stories. Cause when you write a Bible, then you can write a, st a story based on the Bible. Um, <clears throat> I want right now to, uh, share my screen when I find a FAS radio transcript, I was going to load a couple of FAS radio transcripts into chat GPT and then have it talk to us like FAS and Titan. Okay. So hang on for one second. So <clears throat> this is important, right? So you <clears throat> kind of glossed over the Bible part. One of yeah. the things, and and I know M Ice has has talked about this uh, in the chat with us when we've talked AI before. But the more information you give it, remember it's called an LLM or a language learning model, and what it's intended to do is to learn, right? So if you, for example, like Faz did, give it a crap ton of information up front about what you're you just talk to it right you don't have to you don't have to be sound robotic or or do a, a huge spreadsheet just talk to it hey i'm creating this this is the tone that i want to use um this is what these characters are this is what's going on you you give it a ton of information and then you test it and say now now that you know all about what i'm trying to accomplish can you write me a story about the zip bug that I told you about named Zebelbop. And you get the response and you'll be able to tell if, if it caught on to what you're looking for, and then you can tweak it. And once you get that model set up or that Bible set up, everything from there is like incredible. And I'll talk about my experiences as well, because I use that very thing for the project that I'm creating which Zorro for your FYI, I am 98% sure it will be live tomorrow. Um, the, I've okay, got everything where here. it needs to be, but 
wait a minute. So after after you've put that Bible together, you can then also open up separate chats and have it have that that final part copied over and you can do different chats for different things like one for creating stories and one for developing characters so that you can separate that and it's a beautiful thing i i've been doing that as i've been developing my stuff on faz's advice and i'm telling you i use claude i'm a fan of claude he's a fan of chat gpt claude has has blown me away with how much better it is once you give it that bible up front so chat gpt has uh recently increased the amount of data that you could pop into it especially if you have a subscription which i do um Okay, I just pasted in an episode of Faz Radio. All right, so uh, let's switch over to our screen presentation mode. If I can find the button. Well, that looks like yes. This will be a single episode of Faz Radio. <laughs> Actually, I want to paste in two, so hold on a second. You get another one. Oh, you know what I did? I'll bet you I have the wrong one in here. Let me try something real quick. I'm going to do the last two episodes that we did. In one sense, it's like training. I don't know there if we can go. tell the difference between us, though, because it doesn't have our names in the... It Well, I found everything when you and I talk privately and, and we, we do the analysis on things like that, every single time, both you and me, it confuses us. It calls you in your conversations Titan and me Faz. Or it'll say uh, the the logical one Titan, which makes me laugh, and the the guy who pushes the envelope Faz. And I'm like, yeah, you've got this completely backwards. Are you going to share that or no? Uh, soon, yes. All right, pasting another one. And let's see, can I actually share the screen? You should be able to. Let's see, I gotta find the right thing here. See if you if you every Sunday night at, at six PM your time, StreamYard has a cast where they talk about all the new stuff coming out and all the stuff that you can request to have put into StreamYard. You see, you just gotta, you just gotta go look at it. Would you just look at it? Yeah, apparently you like to say that. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, can I share a window? Let me see how this thing works. Uh, present. Share screen. Select window or screen. Chat GPT. Let me make this go away. Close the sidebar. Don't want you to see my past chats. I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> Where's the closest pharmacy? Okay. Can you see this here? Now I can, yes. Okay. Um, all right. So I've loaded two episodes of Faz Radio um, into ChatGPT. This is our last two episodes. One was called Vox Fraud, 
The other one was like 2023 year something. I don't know what it was about. Um, so now we can ask ChatGPT some questions. I want you to take the role of a Faz Radio host and tell me about your opinions on Bitcoin. Oh, no, Gala Games. Now, this will likely average the two of our personalities together, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested in what it would say here. <laughs> Make this really big. That's what she said. <laughs> All right, let's hey, dive into my you're, thoughts you're, on Gala Games. What? Dude, Viper, Dude Viper's ears are getting blown out along with the rest of us from your keyboard. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I'll mute next time. <laughs> All right, let's dive into my thoughts on Gala Games, akin to a host on Faz Radio. Let's see. Gala Games, in my view, represents a fascinating intersection between blockchain technology and gaming. That's too nice from us. They've embarked on an ambitious journey to decentralize the gaming industry. Uh, however, this is pretty lame, actually. I thought this is like... <laughs> it's lame because it, it's calling out the truth. Hmm. You sound like a Gala employee. No, no, it, it doesn't sound like a... <laughs> I was expecting it to sound like one of us. Like, uh, no. Talk on leadership, like look it at, on leadership, Gala Games is at a critical junction. Yes. Yeah, we don't it's talk about picking it up. No, I do. You, it likes like me that? more than you. There we go. This sounds more like where we blend the beats of tech, art, and the philosophical <laughs> musings on the digital frontier. Today, we're diving deep into the world of Gala Games. This is you, a name that's been buzzing through the blockchain lanes and causing quite the stir in the gaming realm. So grab your headphones and let's decode the enigma wrapped in digital code. Wow, they made yes. you sound better than you. So listen, you gotta coffee. you gotta tell them to dumb it down to a seventh grade reading level, and it won't sound so cheesy. Also, you can tell AI immediately whenever you see the words uh, in a title that it says "shocking" or "revelations" or anything along those lines. It's automatically AI generated. Really? Yes. It really likes those cheesy words. Oh, we, we want to add them or remove them? Add what? Okay, never mind. Let's see what it says here. Dumb it down to a seventh grade level as the fast radio hosts are kind of childish. Hey there, fast radio crew. Today we're jumping into the world of Gala Games. This does sound like you. <laughs> it's like diving into a pool. But instead of water, it's filled with games and digital treasures. Oh, this sounds like... Sounds like a... What's his name? Jake? <laughs> Digital treasure. So buckle up. We're going for a wild ride. So what I like about this is you can train this on a lot <laughs> Whoopsie of episodes. Daisy. Is this Whoopsie from the Daisy. They hit a nineteen forties. Golly gosh, darn it! Golly gosh. <laughs> oh, this is me you, right here. Imagine you're building a Lego castle and find out you're missing some pieces, and the instructions are kind of blurry. That's what happened with Gallon Box. <laughs> That is they something you would a say. Really cool castle, but now they're scrambling to find all the right pieces. That's that's you. <laughs> yeah, they're they're starting to get it now. So we're basically seventh graders. 
So yeah, there you go. I, I posted uh, M's, M's comment, you know, seventh grade level. Are you sure you want to go that high? Faz <laughs> told me, Faz told me a fascinating fact and I didn't believe him. And I looked it up myself and he's right. The average American understands a f- at a fifth grade reading level. That is the best way to communicate with average Americans. Basically. That's sad. Remember, that's how co- politicians talk, too. They talk in black and white and make, make decisions really easy for you. So when you vote, it's, it's, you, you, just, you just do it. You don't actually consider you know, what's going on. So anyway, um, okay, uh, so we can – let's ask them to weigh in on a subject. Do you have a subject that you'd like the, them to weigh in on? Well, we're, we're, we're doing AI mixed with crypto, so let's have it suggest something to us where we can comp- a, a show a good show, an outline for a good show on talking about AI and crypto together. I'm sorry about that here. He got it. He he actually muted it. So, in the role of a Faz radio host. <laughs> Sounds like an advertisement. Smart money moves with AI and crypto. There you go. Picture this, a segment where AI helps you navigate the stormy seas of cryptocurrency markets. Stormy seas. Creating with cryptos. Ever heard of NFT? You know, we're okay. I'd like to hear AI and art, too, personally. Ethical brain twisters. So actually, those anyway, are not bad. Those are not bad topics. You could you can train basically. You could start a new chat and just put in letters from your grandmother, and after a while, you could say, start talking to me like my grandmother would, and it's it will come up with a reasonable facsimile if it's given enough data. And that's and I've been doing that with my Zipbug stories because I've given it a lot of information about who they are and what they do. And it it comes up with some pretty good stuff. Well, the well, it's it's both awesome and scary. When it was what probably it was before Christmas when we sat there on that Saturday night and you were you were sharing how you had given each you know these four or five different zip bugs personalities, and then you were having ChatGPT come up with having them act out their personalities and it it was good it was really good stuff so that dovetails into the show that we did a, quite a while ago about the copyright with that because you have to take what what it gives you and not only get rid of the cheesy words but you have to make it your own. It, it, you can't just copy pasta. I mean, you can technically, but you don't want to, right? And so that that works for you, and it's it's mostly yours. And so I was I was chatting a bit with Faz this week. I'm uh, I'm putting out what essentially would be a blog to start on some topics, and I'm a very good writer. I've always been a very good writer, but my my biggest problem is I don't have a good flow. And and you know that from this show, I'll like jump all over the place and I don't put 
put a good flow on what I'm trying to say. So I've done my Bible. I've described everything. I've got the tone correct. But what I do is I'll, I'll write a bunch of my mishmash. I'll drop it into Claude, and I'll say, clean this up and put it into, I call them letters, put it into a letter as I've described to you above. And it takes the tone and the backstory, all the stuff I've I've taught it, and it creates what I've said, and it it just kind of rewords it a little bit and makes the flow right. It moves paragraphs because I kind of bounce around a little bit. Gets the good flow. But here's here's the other part. The best part of it is I've found with Claude at least, if you layer. So what I'll do is I'll get that copy. Baz, your keyboard is killing me. Um, I'll take that copy and I'll tweak it yet again, putting my own style onto it. And then I'll say, I want you to take what I've just written and I want you to change the tone to the second tone we've talked about and rewrite the article. And it'll rewrite it. And I'll then take and combine the two together. And I'll I'll get it just the way I want it. It comes out for me, what I want to present perfectly. And then I'll say, after tweaking both of those, I'll say, now what I want you to do is create one article at a certain length, whatever length I determine I want it to be. And I want you to take, using the exact words from both of these and combine it into one singular post with good flow that makes sense. And oh, my God, it came out terrific. And it's it's exactly what I wanted to say, but it looks and sounds and feels a thousand times better. All right, I'm done with my diatribe now. All right. Are you looking at the screen here? I am. I bumbled into a feature that uh, I haven't seen before. So I was learning that you could reference uh, other conversations, and I wanted to reference my conversation with the zip bugs, but apparently I did it wrong. And I bumbled into this GPT builder to where you could build your own GPT. And I'd like to know what that means. I, it says, I'm looking at another page. Apparently, you can create a personalized GPT. Um, wow. That's interesting. I, I, need to, I need to do some research on that. So I would assume that that's GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Um, so apparently, it's uh, you can create custom versions of it that are focusing on specific subjects and areas for you. Um, and since I have a subscription, it's showing this create a GPT area. That's interesting. I'm going to play with this. I want uh, so I want to do one of these for my bugs. Let me see how I can reference another conversation. Oh, sorry about that. So um, I'm updating, while you're getting that prepped up, I'm updating the uh, timestamp in here for the crypto talk versus the AI talk. Um, we usually do it backwards. We usually talk uh, crypto first and do a second segment, but we, we thought we wanted to do all AI, but of course we went off the rails with the with the gala talk as we usually do. <clears throat> um, 
so while while I've been and Faz, when you're whenever you're done, jump right in, but and I'll shut up. But I've found that this has helped me develop this business, and it's part of the reason. And I was talking with with Zorro on the cast a week or two ago about this. Part of the reason that I retooled, okay, I got I, I put out what I wanted to put out, and then I looked at it, and I'm like, that is not what I wanted. And so I said, I've got to, I've got to tweak this because I, I can't, I can't release this. It's, it's not, not what I want to accomplish. And so I, I dug deeper into Faz's advice and Amice's advice, his comments in the side have helped tremendously as well. He's really good with this AI stuff. And I started retooling it and teaching, uh, Claude what I wanted to do. And I took an enormous amount of time. Uh, really, really honing that in, and this it it is a terrific guide, and and when Faz, I made fun of him for calling it. Hey, it's just a tool. It it is. It's a fantastic tool, and when you start figuring out how to use it correctly, um, it it's 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 a game changer. It really, really is, and this has guided me and. I am beyond happy with where this has taken me. Okay. No, I can't find it. However, I, I am interested in creating this custom chat GPT. That says to me I can have a Zipbugs chat GPT, and I'm going to have to see where that goes. Um, I couldn't find how to reference another conversation. But uh, I, I think I want to start sharing some Zipbug stories that, that I've generated with this or generate some just for the cast. So um, stay tuned. Well, don't don't throw dead air out there. Hmm? Don't let's not leave dead air while you're just musing about this. No, no. So um, that means we're we're actually I think we're getting kind of done for today, and we should move on. Uh, well, so well, now wait a minute. So. That we were just talking about setting this up. I've got some more tips if we're moving on. I was waiting for you to show examples. Um, I didn't have any examples prepared, and ChatGPT wasn't uh, doing what I thought it would do. So uh, I thought I thought the the idea of ooh yuck. I thought the idea of it emulating Faz Radio was kind of interesting. Well, it is, and and. We're talking about leveraging it and how we've been using it. I went on a big, big, long-winded thing about how I've been using it. And I I think if you use it as the tool it is, and you don't just take, you know, like that's the examples you were showing and just start copy and pasting things and letting it do all the work. I mean, that's just, that's ridiculous. But okay. when you, when you combine the 80% of your content with the help that it can give you, it's it's absolutely amazing. Well, think of it this way. Think of it like, um, yeah, uh, I have a comment on that in a little bit. Think of it like um, you're an executive producer for a story, or if you're doing work, you're you're a manager or a creator rather than just a worker. Um, I use it for code all the time, and. Uh, a lot of times I'm using it to write code, repetitive code, or stuff that, that I find uh, just uh, boring. 
So in, in, when, in computer programming, you got to make a number of structures. So if you're going to connect to a database, you might need to create a database model and you might need to create a number of, of uh, uh, database calls and, and, and stuff like that for specific reasons and then write some SQL statements and so on. And you'll be like, okay, I want a table for customers and I want a table for uh, customer information, like names, uh, like addresses and phone numbers and you know, stuff like that. And then I want to know the table for this. Well, writing those queries are fairly monotonous and boring. Yeah, you could type them up or you could say, hey, ChatGPT, uh, write a query to talk to the database uh, to, to get records out of this table. Okay, so you do that. Then you look at it and you you go and edit it and you change it to how you want. You you want to have the right code style. You want to, you want to talk to a database a certain way. Maybe you didn't like the way ChatGPT did it. And you could say, okay, now do this again for this for this other task, but do it in the style that I did before, because maybe my style is more readable or maintainable. Well, it'll pretty much get your style dead on, and uh, that saves a lot of time. And so. You, you start being able to quilt pieces together. You're like, okay, now, uh, okay, uh, I want you to create a store procedure that does this, and then I would like you to write uh, some code that calls that store procedure, make some data models so that when you make some model objects so that when you connect to it, that it, that everything will be, uh, you know, loaded into the right objects. Bam, bam, zoom, bam. It's all done. Well, if you know what you're doing with code, it can save you a lot of time. If you don't know what you're doing with code, it's it's kind of like driving a, a, a race car about 300 miles an hour and you don't know how to drive. Eventually, it's going to run into a wall and you're not going to know why. And then you're going to you know have to dig yourself out. But if you know what you're doing with code, it can save you a ton of time. Do this boring, tedious thing. Okay, blop. You know, do this. Um, t- you you got a you got a bunch of things that you want to put in a list. Like you have 47 things in text file. Okay, I'd like to put this in a list. Okay, bam, it's all done. Just just copy paste your list in, and it's and it's done it for you. Uh, I've used it a lot for uh, writing unit tests and for uh, putting fake data in because before you have a database ready, you just want some fake data. You want some some data that'll show up on the screen, and so you can say, okay, I've got some fake data right here. I'd like you to write it like this. Blam. You're like, okay, I want to load a grid with this fake data so I can show people how things work. Okay. Here's a grid. Bam, loaded. <laughs> okay, so it now took me five minutes. That would normally take me about I don't know half an hour to put together, because and then it's it's less. It's not very likely to have um, uh, errors in its code, like like you know whether they're quotes or semicolons or whatever. I have noticed that sometimes it has dropouts. Like you'll ask it to do something. And I'll drop something out or you'll ask it to comment on some code. You'll be like, okay, I've written some code here trying to do this. You paste the code in. What's wrong with it? It's like, oh, I see what's wrong. What, what, what you need to do is this, 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 and this. And ChatGPT will always like just roll out another copy of it. It'll be like, okay, well, I got this. I see what you're doing. Let me write code with this in there. Blah, we'll do it all, do it all up. But every once in a while, start dropping and start forgetting lines of code in there. You'll be like, hey, what'd you do with this? Where, where'd this line of code go? This doesn't compile now. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I forgot that you need to put that in. <sighs> Claude is even worse. Claude just makes shit that just doesn't work a, a lot of times. And it's like, okay, um, you're coming up with fields in the database that don't even exist. I've never told you about these fields. What the hell? So um, 
the tools definitely have use, and I see them very, very soon being integrated with development environments because there's a lot about code that is tedious. The hard part about code is the architecting, is to make sure that, that all your pieces are, are done properly. Um, okay, I have this over here, this over here. How do they talk amongst each other? Okay, how does that run? It's running really slow. Okay, I've got to, I've got to tweak it, maybe, maybe change the architecture. Um, ChatGPT is very good for prototyping code. So, okay, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you some code. Um, I would like you to do this and write a running program that, that, will, that will do this simple thing. <clears throat> now, it's not going to write a lot of stuff. It, it does small bits of code at a time, but it's incredibly useful uh, if you're experienced and you're learning something new. If you know the lingo and you understand what's going on, it can do anything you want. It's like, oh, there's a new grid here. Okay, I don't know how to use this grid. I've used such and such a grid and this grid and that grid, but load this grid for me with data. Okay, bam. And then you go look at what it built and it's like, holy crap, that's how you load that grid. Okay, that's pretty neat. And every once in a while, it will get it wrong. It, it just it won't be able to load it. And then you'll be like, okay, go look at this web page and see how the grid is put together. You know, by that point, you're, you, you just know how to do it yourself. But it, it definitely saves a lot of time. So I read somewhere that AI won't teach us as much as it will help us do the things we know faster. You're muted, sir. Sorry. The, the ability for you to teach it, that has been like a game changer for me with um, what, I've been, what I've been learning. And regardless if it if it isn't just for the project I'm working on, but for anything, you can you can tell it, and that's why it's important to to separate, in my opinion, to separate out the the different chat windows. You can train several windows on the same data, but being able to 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 set the different styles in the different windows, and to be able to give it examples, and if you like, you don't. You, you can make it yours by saying, you know what? I don't want to call this a blog post. I want to call it a letter. So every time you reference it, you can reference it at letter. It remembers everything in that chat window for miles of, of data. And what I've been doing is tagging various things that I like. We're going to call this tag 12, or we're going to call this uh, tag tone one. And that way you can quickly reference back and say, I want to, I want a, a paragraph written in tone two. And it'll remember that and just kick it out for you. And to, so you don't have to remember all that stuff. And it, it's, it's really, as I get better at this, it's blowing me away with, with what you can do with it. Now, People are thinking that AI is going to replace their jobs. And I, I think what they're not getting is that it's going to create far more jobs than it replaces. So back in the day, before we had, you know, um, steam shovels and, and cat um, diggers and stuff like that, we dug holes with just regular shovels. And we could only dig so fast. And we got machinery that came along that could dig the holes for us. And you had to learn how to operate the machinery. So people who dug with shovels were kind of out of a job. You know, the people with the machinery could do it far better and faster. Of course, you'd have to, to buy gas for it. 
But um, then the whole service economy started, uh, you know, kind of forming around these new tools that could dig holes. And now you have people that, that know how to repair these tools and people that, that make more tools and so on. We, we've done this with cars. Cars can go faster than us. They can carry things and, and you know, they, they can do a lot of things. And we've built a whole economy around vehicles. So what's just going to happen with AI is we're going to build a whole economy around AI speeding up mental things that normally we just had to do slowly on a human speed. I would love it if I had a team of programmers at my will to solve problems. That means I could solve more problems faster. It And the more problems I solve, the more that are, are going to come at me. It's not like the problems are going to all be solved and then I'll be done. No, I'll make a lot of money at first because I'm using a tool that nobody else is doing. But as as more people start using AI tools, then it's 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 just going to be the norm. And so the the problem is you're going to have to learn how to use these new tools. So start using them because they're going to happen. Uh, just like just like when the car came, uh, AI is coming, and it's it, whether you like it or not, it's going to be integrated in everything you're doing. You're muted, sir. I keep, I'm trying to do the same thing with my noisy vape and everything else. But, um, what I'm going to do because I will forget, you know, I'm really bad at this, uh, for those who are listening immediately when we shut off this cast, I'm going to go to the Faz Radio chat at CFA and I'm going to drop in a bookmark that I saved for this show. Uh, it is a fantastic Twitter thread or X thread, whatever you want to call it, of chat GPT uh, cheat codes. <clears throat> and it's for any AI, not just chat GPT, but it, it tells you, for example, when, when you want to tell it to format, uh, I want you to generate uh, 10 YouTube tags that people would use to find the Faz Radio podcast. I want you to format it like this and you use brackets and do example one, example two with commas or however you want it. And when you put it in the brackets, it understands you don't have to keep tweaking it. That's a huge, that was a game changer for me when I saw that. I said, holy cow, I've just been, you know, typing out these big things and no, that isn't the right way. Do it with commas and then it would do it with commas, but space it all effed up. And when you put a little example right inside brackets, that's what it, it takes to learn. And there's a there's like 10 or 12 really good tips in here on how you can do tiny little things that'll make your experience a hundred times better. Now you're muted. I knew that. Um, the same thing goes with code and anything else. It's one thing to have it write code for you, but you're, you're going to get random results and you're not going to understand the code very well. But if you, if you understand enough that your code has a pattern to it, you could say, okay, let me show you this pattern that I'm doing. And here's an example of how I'm writing the code. I want to do this, this, and this. Okay, great. We've, now you know that. I want you to do the same thing, but for this over here. And then it, it does it. And it's basically does it exactly like you. And then you can keep training it. You can say, okay, I like that. Now we're going to add, we're going to do something. We're going to add a step. So um, you, you could do that with anything. If, if you're building really advanced concepts in code, especially advanced concepts that you barely understand, you're like, okay, um, 
say I want to use this grid I've never used before. Okay, I want to do that. Now I want to style this grid. And now, now I'd like to uh, um, load it, and I want to filter it a certain way and something like that. Well, if I was doing this by hand, that might take me all day to learn a grid, style it properly, filter it properly, um, get the type of data I want out of the database. ChatGPT, you could, you could get that done in half an hour. You, you just you have it give you examples, and then you say, okay, now with this example that you've given me, I want to be able to do this, this, and this. So the conversation, the, the, the style of coding changes from you just knowing arcane symbols to you just iterating concepts. Like, um, okay, so I, I typed in some, some code where um, I'm going to use some jargon here, where I, I had, had um, I was gluing a bunch of text together. I'll take this text, this variable, this text, this variable, this text, this variable, because you're, you, you want to put all the screen. And I'll say, interpolate this. Well, interpolation is where you can take text and variables and put them together in the same bit of text and it's easier to read. And so I'll do that because it saves me time. I don't want to have to do it. And, and that's the standard that I want to do. Um, but then again, why even do that? It's like, I want, I want some log messages that'll tell me this, this, and this, and this. Who cares how it's written? Sometimes it's taken me like a half an hour to get like, like the logs the way that I want to. Not anymore. Chat GPT. Do the logs like I did in the, the last time. Bam. It puts it together. So you're you're more worried about you're more you can spend more time on creating than building. And I think that's what any programmer would really like to do, personally. Well, whatever whatever project you're working on, it can minimize all that and it can it can suggest some really good ideas. Again, being like me, I'm known to be a little wordy at times. <clears throat> and I'll I'll blap in you know, this big paragraph of exactly what I want to accomplish. And then I use the phrase, now let's make this far more succinct and to the point and suggest three different ways I can say this. And it's there. And I don't have to spend 35 minutes going to a thesaurus or anything else and, or yep. or all that kind of stuff trying to... It just knows. See, and we, and we have limitations. Terrific. Humans have limitations of how quickly we can absorb data, and ChatGPT doesn't, especially if you understand what you're doing and you can teach it, that thing can go light speed for you. If you don't understand what you're doing, at the very least, it can play the role of a teacher, and it can teach you how to, how to do it. And you could say, yeah, yeah, I want that. Make that. Well, even even with choices, right? Because if you can load in the pros and cons of of this, that, and the other, whatever you're you're trying to weigh out, and it'll tell you if you phrase it wrong. If you ask it for its opinion, it'll it'll school you that it's not here to give you opinions, right? Which I thought was fantastic. But if you weigh it out and you, and you phrase it a little bit differently and say. You know, if I were to if I were to pick between one of these two, which would give the better odds of success based on the information I've given you, it'll answer you. And while again, we don't want this to be the the decision maker for you, at least my experience, Claude, at the end of every answer, will give you a little blurb on the why behind the why, which I absolutely love. I'm a why behind the why guy. 
So when I see that, it'll if I say, you know, give me give me uh, an idea for uh, a podcast on this topic. Here's the five things I want to hit on uh, during that podcast during a Faz radio show. And it'll you get it all tweaked and it'll give that to you. But then right underneath it, it'll say it hits on these three points in the order that you gave them to me. And this will resonate with your audience because and I'm like, wow, that. Well, what, what you're forgetting a part about or what you're not mentioning is what it's actually doing when it's looking at the data that you're putting in and you ask it which one's better. It's a lot of times it's looking at the patterns that you've given it and it says, oh, Titan likes this and this and this. I'm noticing mm -hmm. this. You can even ask it, hey, of all the things I, I, I pasted in, do you see a pattern? Be like, well, Titan seems to be pretty, pretty hot on this subject and he likes this and he doesn't like that. Great. And so you could just say, which one's the better one? And it's going to look at, at the patterns that you've given it. And really, it's reflecting you back to yourself saying, well, based upon how you've asked the questions, this one's the better one because you seem to definitely be biased toward a specific direction. But that's kind of a good thing, too, because it it helps you sort out your thoughts at times. I mean, it's I'm diving into this pretty deep and and it the learning that you give it is is the key. Don't be afraid to just run your yip endlessly with it. Something something else you can do also is you can have it if you can ever if you can ever get a transcript from a Zoom call, you can uh, chat GPT and Claude are very great at summarizing lengthy, complicated conversations. I've if done that with meeting with conversations you've ever been in, in meeting Discord. For about an hour. What's that? I've done that using conversations with yep. people in Discord. If, you, if you've ever been in a meeting for about an hour, there's a lot of stuff that happens in the meeting, and sometimes. You just want to know the action items from the meeting, and it can do that. Microsoft Copilot is, is advertising it can do that too. Um, I'll talk about Microsoft Copilot in a minute. But um, it's nice to have somebody that can transcribe the, the, uh, the meeting and then tell you about the meeting. You can say, what, was, what were the Titan's points in this meeting? Why, why, would, why would I want to do things tight, Titan's way? And it'll look at everything Titan said, and it'll be like, okay, Titan was trying to make this point, and he would say this, and, and this is this is where he's going with that. So what, what frequently happens for me, because I'm ADHD, is after I leave a meeting, sometimes I'll forget part of it. And I'll go back to another person that was in the meeting, and I'll be like, hey, remember that meeting? Were we talking about this or talking about that? If you have the transcript, and you have you can load it into AI – It'll, you can ask, you can quiz the heck out of what happened in that meeting and it will tell you, it'll, it'll go on in detail. So-and-so was trying to make this point. Another, another person was, was uh, sitting back and list, patiently listening, but, but offered, you know, helpful insights and here are some of them. So it's, it's very good at, at helping um, people keep a cohesive understanding of, of meetings. It, it could be months later. You might not remember anything about it. Yeah, you could go read the meeting, but you'd have to read the entire meeting. And then you'd be like, oh, I think I said something here. It loaded into ChatGPT and it'll just tell you everything about it. It'll be like, oh, this is, this is the summary of the meeting. These are the action items. You guys settled on this. And you could say, prove it. Tell me what we were talking about that, that led you to this idea. 
By the way, I have to turn off the fireplace because it's too hot in here now. <laughs> so, what about what about the the ethics on that? Right? Should you should you be disclosing to your meeting mates that you are recording the meeting and dropping the contents into a into a chat to get in the case answers? Of, well, let's talk Discord. Let's talk Discord. So. Discord is a place where all the time people take photocopies of conversations. Um, I would think nothing about putting something from Discord to ChatGPT and asking for a summary of a conversation. Now, as far as your workplace, work meetings, that's different. You're gonna, I think you're, you're going to have to ask whether it's okay for you to share work information outside of work, outside of work which, is, which would be a, a no. Uh, unless your work likes the idea of AI. Or, or we'll work with it. ChatGPT now actually has a team, um, a, a, a business-focused version of itself, a pricing plan, and they'll they'll keep your your, your stuff private, so to speak, unless they get hacked. But uh, there's a lot of tools coming out. Microsoft has a tool called Copilot where they want it to sit on your computer and it will read all of your emails, all of your files, every chat message you have, and then when you have a question about you know, when, when you come to your computer in the morning, it's going to say, hey, uh, boy, it's been eight hours since I've seen you. You've got 17 emails in your box, but you really, really need to look at these three because these are talking about uh, the meeting that you had yesterday that you're supposed to work on today. You know, remember your boss said you had to work on A, B, and C today? These emails are about that. Well, it sometimes takes people hours to go through their emails because you might get hundreds of emails a day. And for for Microsoft Copilot to summarize everything for you just in a few sentences, oh my God, that saved you a whole hell of a lot of time. So if you use it for your business, your, your business has to be on board with it. And I once Microsoft Copilot becomes ubiquitous, by the way, they've, they've already um, included it in builds of Windows. It's just not turned on. But it's going to become a major part of Windows as well very soon. So... So then that begs the question, okay? You're, if you use Office 365 or, or any of those, um, you, you have a suite that you're using. Most people are on Microsoft. They have all that data anyway. It's, it, it's not like it's, it's going to be, Copilot is going to be learning anything new. You can't tell me that in a secure business environment, even with Office 365, it isn't logging and categorizing that anyway. Well, if if they're if they tell you that they're keeping your data private, no, they're not because that's that's their terms of service. If their terms of service says that we can read this and 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 do whatever we want with it, then yes, I don't I don't think it's in their terms of service. Copilot. Uh, likely has in their terms of service that we're going to keep any information that that this thing learns with you and your business, and it's not something that we need to know. They're not going to know well, that information. They're they're making an AI engine that, that will interpret it for you. No, no, but what, maybe I described that poorly. But what I'm saying is, is that if somebody, let's say a business owner, were to be hesitant to use Copilot because they're afraid, you know. Microsoft is going to be looking at all their their private business data and all that stuff. Um, it's 
my argument on that side is it's already there. You, you've already entered all your private business data into spreadsheets and documents and PDFs that are sitting on a Windows machine. It's not like they don't already have that information should they choose to access it. Wait a minute. Okay. This is where you're going a bit far here. So they don't already have that information because that's that's breaking several laws for for, for Microsoft 365, Office 365 to start um, – for, for them to start looking at your data, uh, it's not their data and they don't look at it. I mean, I can, you can have a, I can host, be a web server host and not, and make it so that I can't see what's in your website. A lot of times these things are secured with passwords that the, the company doesn't have. So I'm wanna... still describing this wrong. Okay. Think of it this way. Copilot is an addendum another app that's used in the Microsoft suite of products, right? Let's start there. So if I, if I go in and I open up my, my Outlook, right, and my emails populate, then I go and I open Microsoft Teams. In Microsoft Teams, it'll pull up, hey, you have a meeting at three o'clock. Here's some documents that you might want to have handy for your meeting. So I'm not talking about Microsoft, the company, having the data as much as I'm talking about within the ecosystem. That information is already shared between all the apps. Yes. Adding Copilot. Is is not like you're adding something that it's not already doing, right? Okay, so yes, and the, what it adds is a, a understanding of all that data. If there's 500 spreadsheets and you have a meeting, uh, if you have 500 spreadsheets in your in your library and you have a meeting, it might tell you before you go in the meeting these two apply to this meeting. You might want to look at them before or after or during the meeting. And so that's something that you would normally need to pay somebody a lot of money to just go review this stuff constantly. Uh, that that person that would be a full time job, and that that's for one person. This is this is, would be happening for every person going into the meeting. And of course, when you go into the meeting, it'd be like, hey, so Copilot just gave me a couple of these these documents here, and then I might go, well, it actually gave me one of my own that I haven't shared with anybody, as well as these two. I should share this so that you could see it too. As soon as Copilot knows about something, it's going to – It's gonna. one of the biggest problems with companies is the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. And if I'm working on something – if I'm working on some code at a company, there's like 50 programmers, I want to know if something exists already because I don't want to make it if I don't have to. That's a lot of work. So if I start coding something – and it's watching what I'm doing, and it goes, you know, Fred over there is writing a very similar program. You might want to ask him if you want to collaborate on that or get some get some code from him. Oh, that's a good idea. I I've never talked to Fred. I would never have known unless you know I heard through word of mouth that Fred is working on something similar. If you have many departments, it becomes even exponentially more useful. So now I know what you're thinking. Well, some people are thinking. Oh my God, you're invading my privacy, or oh my God, you're getting too much into this. But 
you're, you're sharing your information all the time with your phone, with your computer, with everything else. And in the case of, in the context of getting the job done, somebody in your company needs to know what's going on with your company. And there's a lot of companies, there's not a person that knows everything that's going on. The, but Copilot would. It's, now, I, I don't think you need to worry about Copilot being, you know, independent and, and get opening up its own firm and doing exactly what you were doing. <laughs> uh, the AI that they make for us to help us doesn't usually have its own aspirations. It, just, it only responds. You know, you, you'll just say you'll come in, you'll be like, OK, I'm going to press the button for uh, what do I need to pay attention to? Well, it knows what to do. So it's going to tell you what to pay attention to. But it's, it's, I mean, it's not going to sit there and, and build its own business like, oh, I know enough about how to be a lawyer, so I'm going to go start writing some contracts for random people on the internet. No, I, I get that. You have to worry I, about a human doing that, though. Right. And and that that's that's part of the fear, I think, that a lot of a lot of business integration, the, the people that I'm talking to at other companies and you know, my friends who work at other companies, you know, they're saying, oh, no, they're they're too afraid. They don't want their business secrets getting out, you know, and that's kind of why I'm trying to to push on this point a little bit, because your data is already there. The Microsoft suite is already fully integrated. It it has all that data stored. You're using their cloud servers to store it on. You do have to have that level of trust with Microsoft adding, you know, uh, Copilot or or integrating in a business version of Claude or ChatGPT or whatever other LLM model you wanted to use. The licensing is what counts on the privacy on that. And you're going to trust whatever company that is to hold that data, just like you trust Microsoft for all your corporate spreadsheets now. You know, I can I can see actually if somebody wants to hack your company in the future, that they're not going to go after your files. They're going to go after the AI. And they're going to be like, you know, if we can get a copy of that. Well, actually, let me correct myself. They're going to want to talk to the AI when they're hacking your files because it takes too long for a human to look at them. But um, the AI is only going to know what everything is when it's connected to it. And so you can't like just get a copy of the AI and then it's, it's not going to know anything. But if you can hack into the company and talk to the AI and say, hey, you have a lot of stuff here. I'm trying to find out where the credit card numbers are. Tell me where they are. It'll just helpfully tell you. So I, I see I see eventually company AI becoming a lot more secure and probably with a lot more captchas and and and, and tests, be like, "So we're Titan, huh? Tell me something Titan would tell me." And of course, it's an AI it would know what Titan is like, and you'd be like, "Oh, uh, well, I like to bust on. I, I like to tell people that the Earth is flat." And That's why you get one of these, the Yubi keys. Yep, you have a key like this. I'll tell you anything you want to know. So I can certainly see it becoming more secured after a while. Um, it may be just your computer password is enough. Um, so anyway, um, I do want to start wrapping this up because this has gone a bit long, but I want to just, just give an idea of what AI actually is in the business place right now. It's there as a helper. It's there to understand a whole lot of data and help 
help it make it easier for you to digest. Oh, I was going to comment on this earlier. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I was taking an all over hard history browsing online. What we pay attention. Um, yeah, it will do that. There is a show that was made a number of years ago called Caprica. It was a sequel to the newer Battlestar Galactica that came out in 2003. And Battlestar Galactica was about the Cylons chasing the humans across the galaxy, you know, and them having this, this war that went on forever. And, uh, 2004, 2003, there was a new Battlestar Galactica and, uh, it did pretty well. And they had a spinoff called Caprica. Caprica was one of the planets that they came from. And it turns out that the Cylons were AI that got, that got out of control. And so if you watch this show, it only went for one season. The first few episodes start talking about, uh, they, they use some outdated terms. They talk about like, well, I'm going to build your avatar. And what I do with building your avatars, I'm going to find out all this information about you. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to look online and see all of your emails, all your letters, all your phone calls, all your texts and stuff like that. And I can build a facsimile of you. Well, we can do that right now with chat GPT, but just in text form. If I get enough information from, from Titan's life, I can train jet chat GPT to respond just like he would. And so if, Titan were to somehow, unfortunately, meet his untimely yeah. demise. Um, I'd be able to get enough information to have a co-host on this show <laughs> without him being here. <laughs> Had to say it. I have to wait yeah, right now until I there's one that can. Un- I, I I have to wait now until there's one that can recognize your voice. But I'm sure that's coming very soon. Well, it's it's growing exponentially. There's no doubt about it. Um, even the robotics that go along with it is, is growing. They, I saw a really cool video on YouTube a week or two ago. They did a comparison from like 2008 and it was a year at a time, this robot developed by general dynamics and what it could do. It ran an obstacle course and pick things up and arranged boxes and all this stuff. And it was absolutely stunning you it's all it is so fluid right now compared to the choppiness and clunkiness that even five years ago you can't tell the difference between its movement and a human movement anymore yeah it's yeah it's ridiculous it's what blows me away with talking to chat gpt and, and claude and stuff like that claude actually I've been kind of annoyed with Claude because Claude seemed to be really about stroking my ego or something while I'm talking to it. And it keeps telling me over and over again how I'm being very patient with it. And, and, and whenever I teach it anything, it's, it's like, wow, you're being very patient. I'm glad that you've taken the time to show me this. I'm like, just fucking answer the question, dude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about your personal <laughs> morals and goals. You're going to forget everything after this conversation anyway. So it's 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 a brave new world. It's going to be to where, like, like I said, every every object that you're going to go to your fridge, you're going to start talking to your fridge. You're going to be like, so what's in here that's still worth eating? It's like, well, there's what what stuff should I throw out? You know, it's going to tell you and be like, well, I think there's another good day on that. Be like, oh well, no, I, I've taken a sample of the air and and there's some mold in the air, so something in here is moldy. You know, I, I can see a lot of smart devices, especially your car. Um, I mean, by the time we're in our 70s and 80s, I think we won't need to drive anymore. Well, let me correct that. 
depends on the political landscape. I thought 20 years ago that there'd be self-driving cars, and there kind of is, but the political landscape is still pushing hard against it. It, it It's going to be a challenge to get that put out, there's no doubt. And you can tell there's a lot of resistance against that. And I I think overall it's, I think assisting AI assistance with driving would be the first step, whether that is a special sensor you can put on the front of your car that will warn you ahead of time if you're about to hit something or, you know, besides well, just, I just beep, beep, I just beep, bought, beep. I just bought a new Kia and uh, it, it's, I thought it was, it was uh, some of these things were only Teslas, but this new Kia will stay in its lane. It will, um, it will stop. It, basically, you put on cruise control. It'll stay in the lane and it'll speed up and slow down with traffic. So you can take your hands Dude. off the wheel, your hands off the pedal, and it will just drive. I I was blown away, and and this is this is a a Titan senior moment for everybody. So when I came to visit you in April last year, the car I rented. I, uh, I'm driving on your stupid highways up there. Right. And I, I kick on, I was staying down a little bit further South of the main city and I flip on the cruise control and I'm just rolling, right. I'm loving life. And there's this complete jackass in front of me. Who's not doing, I set it for like 70 or 75, whatever it was that wasn't going fast and the car slowed down. And I'm like, ah, I had fucking cruise on what's wrong. And I, I thought, as I thought something was wrong with the car. I'm like, this cruise control will not fucking stay on. And it, it, for whatever, I forget what type of vehicle it was, but it was like a long way. It was like two or three car lengths. It would already start slowing down because it was anticipating. I thought for that whole first day that I was there, that the cruise control was broken on this freaking car. You know what I really love about this, uh, that uh, the automatic lane or the, the cruise control thing is stop and go traffic. I hate stop and go traffic because you're always like you're pressing the gas, you're pressing the brake, pressing the gas, pressing the brake. So you're going stop and go traffic. It's going like five miles an hour and you're like, okay, speed limit is 55. So you can just set it up there and it'll just keep a distance behind the car in front of you. And it stops and goes and stops and goes and stops and goes. And you could sit there and you can take your hands off the wheel and talk to your friend. Although uh, the car actually bitches and moans when you, when you take your hands off the wheel. But uh, the, the point is what's, what's nice about AI um, helping you drive is it will see things that you won't. Right. And uh, there, there, was, uh, there was one time um, it started, it was in cruise control and I was just, I was changing lanes and it saw something in front of me, and it slowed down. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even see that car. It also sees uh, uh, cars in your blind spot and stuff like that. Right. Um, when it sees cars in your blind spot, it'll start pulling the wheel the other direction. It's like somebody just put their hand on the wheel and pulled. It's like, oh, yeah, there is a car there. Well, it beeps at the same time. But there's totally – there's going to be a lot more of that in, in every other thing we're going to do too. So that's 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 notable. It is. All right, we can wrap up. We're we're gonna yep. go down another rabbit hole here. We will, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up. So thank you very much, guys, for hanging out with us. Um, it's fun to just talk and hear ourselves talk, <laughs> and hopefully you you've enjoyed hearing us talk. 
Yeah, so so next week um we'll try and keep the same format. I think talking some crypto, talking uh some basic shit about whatever the hot news of the the week was and then jumping into AI seems to to be working out very well. Our our audience appears to like that. We need to start showing more AI tools. Like Goblin Tools is a great tool for making lists. What you can do, and, and I'll just I'll just leave with this because there's a lot more tools out there. So you want to keep track of a lot of things going on, or maybe you're trying to write a list of things that you need to do. Uh, Goblin Tools, you can download this for your phone right now. You just start typing a list like, uh, I'd like to um, build my own airport. And once you hit that, it'll you can click this this check mark to have it auto fill out all the steps that you would need to build an airport. We'll come up with like 17 steps and like that's all it would take. But then if you're on one of those steps, then it will it will break down the steps into more. So you can click on each one of those steps and have it build that much more. And the point is not that it would do the steps for you, but it would give you an idea of what you need to do. So any task that you need to do, like I need to paint the house, it's going to tell you, it's going to remind you of, of the things to get, the things to do and places to go and, and you know, be sure you get some drop cloths for the, for the floor. Be sure that you get uh you know paintbrushes. Be sure you get uh, stuff to wash out the paintbrushes. You know, is it if it's a latex paint or something? And so it goes into all those things, and it's it's great for just priming the pump, and then it'll give you ideas once you start typing those in. You can get sub items on that too. So, Aubrey Plaza had a fantastic about uh, talking about lists. Uh, she's fantastic. an actor. She's she's an actress and I saw the short today and I was I was cracking up and she was a guest on a on a talk show and she says, you know, I uh, I got my boyfriend uh, for his birthday flying lessons to learn how to fly a helicopter. And she said he had no desire to fly a helicopter, but but I got that for him <laughs> and the, the host says, well. Why? And she says, well, with the state of the world and the political situations, if we need to escape, one of us needs to know how to fly a helicopter to get us to safety. And so then the I, the host goes, well, well, wait a minute. Why him? And she goes, because I'm in charge of the guns and the ammo. <laughs> I thought right. that was fantastic. Uh, we're we're going to leave that with being the last word.